Welcome back to Happy Chemicals. I'm your host, Christian Rivera, and today I wanted to talk about energy usage and recharge for each personality cognitive function. Now, this is something I'm kind of workshopping, so this is why I'm putting it on my podcast. And um, something I literally just have been thinking about this morning, or it's been, there have been kind of nodes all over the place for a little while, and it's coming together. Because I was listening to the Personality Life Path program that Personality Hacker has, and they go through each cognitive function, all eight functions and their archetypal uh, energies, and working with each, you know, varying personality types to figure out their relationship to each cognitive function and each placement. If you're not familiar with your cognitive functions uh, as an INTP, which is who I mostly talk to, there is a video series on YouTube called Are You Really an INTP? This was going to be a video, but my webcam's being weird and I didn't want to do all that. So uh, I'm just doing an audio version. So you can check out Are You Really an INTP? That series covers all of the cognitive functions for an INTP. Or you can go to happychemicals.org and sign up for the free Are You Really an INTP? course that also covers the shadow functions, uh, which are the four cognitive functions that are not in the main INTP cognitive function stack. So when I think of cognitive functions... Uh, and and this is going to be a more advanced conversation, by the way. When I think of conversation, when I think of of, of uh, cognitive functions, I think of them as batteries, in a sense. I think of them as uh, in in your mind's eye, maybe imagine double A batteries, and each function represents a battery usage or recharge. So each cognitive function has a leverage point for what both uses and recharges each cognitive function. And as you go further down the stack of the cognitive function stack, you will start to deplete energy faster from other batteries, right? So introverted thinking being our dominant function for an INTP, if you're utilizing that, it doesn't have as much of an effect on the other areas of your personality, as much, unless you're combining it with other energies, which I talk about in my INTP empowerment program at happychemicals.org. And, um, you know, no function lives in isolation. So you're usually using a support function in some sense. So introverted thinking and extroverted intuition. But if introverted thinking is the dominant thing that you're doing, that's going to be using most of the energy, right? And uh, the other supporting function is maybe going to use a little bit less energy. But if you're in a context where maybe you need to use more of a cognitive function than the others, then it may drain from some of the earlier cognitive functions. So if you're draining from extroverted feeling, for example, let's say you're in a context, you're a parent like me, you know, I'm in a situation where my wife is an ENFP, my son is an ESFP, and my uh, daughter is uh, my stepkids. My daughter is a uh, ISTJ. There's no extroverted feeling in sight. And so I'm providing a lot of needs that need to get met, but there's no reciprocity coming um, in an unconscious way because the fourth function is kind of a window to the unconscious, right? And this fourth function is usually happening in a way that it's it's tough to know what my own needs are. And if I'm in a context where someone else isn't able to read what my needs are, then I also can't read what my needs are, and I'm draining my energy very quickly and draining the usage of my other functions as well, uh, very quickly, because it's like borrowing 
from the others to power this one, in a sense. It's sort of like how you would connect cables of batteries together, and there are certain battery capacities or ages of batteries, in a sense. So I think of the fourth function, the inferior function, as maybe an old laptop that needs to be plugged in all the time, right? <laughs> for it to be used well, you need consistent recharge. Uh, you can maybe only use it for 30 minutes before you have to plug it back in, for example. With your dominant function for introverted thinking, you know, you would need to maybe plug it in once a day or overnight or something like that, as an example. And the other functions are going to kind of go down in capacity, especially in the shadow functions and especially at it's furthest down with introverted feeling, you sort of need the power of all seven other functions in order to properly access introverted feeling in any kind of way. And that is a, a tough spot to be in. That involves a lot of resource management. That involves a lot of peak performance, in a sense, to be able to access something like that. Or if we need to access extroverted thinking to create structures and plan and get things done, then we need to make sure that our first four functions are are in good standing, that we are recharged properly in those places. So what I've gone through is created a list of leverage points for each cognitive function as to what will recharge them when they are depleted. And in a way, this is sort of managing burnout and also managing when... Um, there's also opportunities to overuse or overcharge a function, right? So in a sense, there is a corollary with uh, Dario Nardi's analytic and holistic functions. So for each cognitive function, there's an analytic usage and a holistic usage. In a way, uh, analytic means more uh, focused, directed, outward, uh, and targeted usage of a function for any function. And then holistic means a more diffuse, open, receptive usage of a function. And in a sense, if you're needing to direct, for example, with introverted thinking, the word that I use is explanation or explaining. And if I'm needing to explain a concept like I'm doing right now, I'm utilizing my energy to do that, I'm using, utilizing my introverted thinking energy and some aspects of other functions, right? I don't have it exactly mapped out, uh, but there are, you know, primarily I'm using introverted thinking to pull upon concepts, to organize my thoughts, to explain something and express something in a way that's hopefully universally understood. That's the idea. That's the plan. That's the hope. And uh, in a sense, I'm using more of the analytic usage of a function to explain a specific focused idea. I tend to use more of the holistic version of introverted thinking, which is more of a mix of maps and models and not necessarily going to bat for a specific way of thinking. And so I'm not suggesting that analytic uses and holistic recharges. I'm suggesting that uh, if you're overusing one, you may need to balance it by the usage of the other. And so there's a corollary here in that if we're using the usage of introverted thinking to explain something, then I think the inverse needs to be true to recharge. That for me to get a recharge, I need to have something explained to me. And that usually translates to getting recharges by watching YouTube videos, maybe tech YouTube videos about um, uh, uh, reviews about products or tutorials or learning a concept, reading a book, 
or going through a program like the Life Path program where something's being taught to me, explained to me, expressed to me. And um, what really happened this morning is that I felt fully recharged by this program and therefore compelled to now go into explanation mode. Because when a battery is full, I think you know from technology, if you keep the battery charged, keep the battery plugged in, and overheat a battery, that's not good for the battery either, <laughs> you know? So you have to utilize the battery just as, much, just as much as you need to recharge a battery. So for introverted thinking with explanation, that's the main idea is that once you're finally recharged, and I talk about this in my INTP productivity program as well on happychemicals.org, that when you have an idea or a concept or something you want to explain or put onto paper or map or create a presentation around, and you get that energetic, like fullness of like, oh, my battery's full and I want to explain this to somebody, get into action and explain it. Now, sometimes the explanation is to yourself. Sometimes it is about sort of organizing your thoughts around a concept. Um, but I think again, with, if we're referencing the analytic usage of a function, then it's going to be outward focused, outward directed. So explaining it to someone, explaining it in an encapsulated way, maybe on video or on a recording, right? And putting it out into the world. Because then after a while, you're just going to have to unplug and it's going to dissipate, right? So it's a matter of getting into action. And then sometimes that's bringing in the other side of thinking, which is the extroverted thinking to organize it into some sort of explanatory uh facilitation of a presentation or something like that. I, again, I talk about that in the uh, uh, productivity program at happychemicals.org. So what I find really interesting about that is um, each, again, each function has its own version of that usage and recharge. And I'm just going to go down the list real quick for INTPs. So again, with TI or introverted thinking, it's explanation. Uh, again, this is just my reference point too. But I'm I'm going to bat for this <laughs> in that uh, I believe explanation is very key for introverted thinking to express, to utilize introverted thinking, and then have something explained to me to get a recharge with introverted thinking. With extroverted intuition, the secondary function, co-pilot, uh, it is either novelty or creativity. I don't... I'm, I'm torn about saying creativity because I think each cognitive function has creativity, but it's kind of novelty. Sometimes it's creating novelty, creating an exciting experience or being playful or messing with your environment in a very active outward way. And then other times it's almost having things come to you, surprises, unexpected novelty. Uh, I have days where if I've been creative and doing a lot of work for a personality hacker or another client and making a lot of creative decisions, <laughs> um, I have days with Molly, for example, my wife, where I tell her, like, I feel like I need to be a passenger today. Like, take me somewhere. Just, just literally, I'm the passenger in the car and I'm like, drive somewhere or like pick somewhere to eat. And I don't want to make a decision, right? It's sometimes both my introverted thinking being burnt out and then my extroverted intuition needs a recharge so that my introverted thinking can also get a recharge, right? So you see how that's kind of working. As I go down the line, if later down the line something needs a recharge, I need to put my attention on that first. 
So with introverted sensing, I think it's evergreen is the word that I come up with. That again, for, for personality hacker, I'm making a lot of evergreen content. So I'm utilizing introverted sensing to listen to long form content. I'm consciously trying to pay attention to the details to make sure that what I'm creating now is likely going to stand the test of time and be around for 10, 20, maybe even 30 years. Right. And that takes a lot of thought intention and depletes a lot of energy. And so for me to recharge that, I also need to experience something evergreen that I maybe solidified in my life 30 years ago. So maybe playing a video game, an old video game, or just anything that I know that I will enjoy, uh, or listen to music that I grew up with, that is an evergreen experience that I get to receptively experience, right? So you see like with the analytic, it's the usage with the holistic, it's the receptive, it's usage and receiving, and the receiving of introverted sensing will recharge introverted sensing. And then I'll have more energy to be creative again. And then I'll have more energy to do more explaining or to take in more explanations, right? So it's kind of in a sense, uh, uh, getting that evergreen hit, then getting some sort of novelty hit, then getting some sort of introverted thinking explanation hit. Um, this is, this part is still being workshopped a little bit, but I believe that's the case. And then extroverted feeling, uh, I believe the word is needs. Let me double check real quick. Let me open up my uh, sort of uh, explainer here. Supporting is the word that I have. Supporting for extroverted feeling is, you know, netting, getting needs met. But uh, in the case that I explained with my, my family, it's supporting them, getting their needs met, feeding, cleaning, um, and all of those things. Now, the fourth function for an INTP is starting to get into the unconscious. And so it's tough to know when we need extroverted feeling recharge and how to get an extroverted feeling recharge. And um, that could be a challenge. That's stuff I do talk about in my programs. Uh, I do have a relationship program and I have a break in case of baby FE playlist. Now, sometimes I use music for that. That can be really helpful to listen to sort of highly emotionally expressive music and sort of find the one that reflects how I'm feeling in the moment. Uh, sometimes it's a movie that maybe will awaken some emotions that I need to feel, but sometimes it's getting self-preservation needs met. So if I'm supporting someone and getting their needs met and, you know, taking care of family, things like that, if you're a parent, then it's assessing like, okay, so what are my needs? And ideally, you would be in a context where somebody's already unconsciously meeting your needs, right? Uh, an INTP, when you're a kid, you may not have as much of an issue with this because you're in a situation that is maybe already automatically getting your needs met. People are feeding you, they're taking care of you, they're paying your bills, uh, driving you places, whatever, right? But when you're an adult, especially in my context where I'm around FPs and TJs, I'm needing to now facilitate my own usage of extroverted feeling. I need to find ways for me to not only support myself, but maybe figure out who around me is willing to support me when I need supporting or how to express what I need supporting in so that my wife or my kids can provide that support in a way that they know how to do it. You know, so that's a challenge because when you're depleted of extroverted feeling, that needs to be recharged first. You cannot, you cannot recharge extroverted feeling with introverted thinking. That's like, 
that is usually a fallacy that I fall into. It's like, oh, I just need to like listen to reviews or I need to, I need to read a book or I need to listen to a podcast. And sometimes that just ends up using, that ends up not really recharging properly because extroverted feeling is draining all of the other stuff faster than I can recharge the other stuff, right? So the idea being that if you have a depletion of an inferior or shadow function, that's going to deplete your energy faster than you can recharge the upper functions, if that makes sense. So it's important to attend to the specificity of what needs attending to. So if you need extroverted feeling recharge in the support area, that's what you need to focus on, right? And then the next one with extroverted thinking is facilitating. Now, my friend Joel Mark Witt of Personality Hacker, I asked him this question a few years ago of, you know, he needs to facilitate for a week-long thing with Personality Hacker and their students And so I asked him, like, you're using all of this energy. Is there something that you need to do to get a recharge uh, before the start of the week? And he says, yes, I I go through a program that uh, his energy coach, Glenn, created for him. And he goes through that process to get a recharge. And in his case of extroverted thinking, he's being facilitated through something before he facilitates something. So... I use the word facilitation because often extroverted thinking is kind of the visionary person, someone who has a structure in mind, they have a goal, they have a thing that they want to accomplish. And so that they need to guide people or talent scout or figure out where to orchestrate and put the pieces in place to make something happen like the conductor of an orchestra. And so needing to facilitate, like if you're using that energy to facilitate something, regardless of your personality type, If you're using that energy, then you need to find ways to fulfill that energy or to restock that energy, recharge. And uh, so that could mean being guided through a process, maybe guided through yoga or guided through a meditation or guided through um, a program, something that where you're not in charge, you're not making decisions. Someone's telling you what to do and you're doing it, (laughs) you know? Uh, which might be weird for an INTP, but there might be cases where you're a manager at a job and you need to pull on extroverted thinking without realizing it and utilizing, you know, a lot of energy and being burnt out. And maybe you need to have a little bit of time to be managed yourself, to be guided through something, to create structures or have someone create a structure for you where things just work and you're able to navigate towards a goal or, or, or navigate and support someone else's goal. The next one is introverted intuition, which is forecasting. I don't have as much about this one because NI or introverted intuition is a little more elusive to me because uh, I've maybe experienced it a little bit or sometimes use it as business leverage with personality hacker, helping them create a vision forecasting and kind of understanding what's coming, um, the possibilities of what's coming. And uh, so I don't have the greatest sense of what the usage and recharge is here. I think the usage is often in um, sort of forward strategizing for others in a sense or around you. So I heard a case on the personality half like life path program of someone, uh, I don't know their exact job, but I think they work in um, 
managing forest fires and stuff like that, or let's like say that the let's let's say that's the context, and they're using their tertiary introverted intuition, they're an ISTP, to uh, to to forecast what might be coming in terms of like the the trajectory of a fire and where it could be potentially headed and stuff like that. And so they're utilizing that talent outwardly to, you know, be able to help figure out where, where things are going. And I think the recharge of introverted intuition is the playfulness of introverted intuition, the sort of science fiction, playful, um, science fiction for TJs usually, but the playful, uh, sort of usage of introverted intuition where you're just on a roller coaster ride within your own mind and thoughts. And for an INTP, you know, that's not a place we access very often, but it can be a, it can be the equivalent of basically letting yourself not think, not ruminate on something, uh, literally just stare at a wall <laughs> and let your mind wander not get attached to your thoughts, not try to think about something, but maybe more visualizing uh, in particular and visualizing practices. Um, there are like Kriya meditations and things like that where someone is guiding you through something or that you're just, you know, focusing on um, a single point visually and then your mind is occupied uh, thoughts-wise and you're not attached to your thoughts. You're just letting your mind visually wander and play and see what comes up. So that's what I think of with introverted intuition. Uh, the eighth function, the seventh function, the trickster function is, uh, experiencing. So experiencing, uh, experiencing sensation or creating sensation. So extroverted sensing can be very much getting things done, very accomplished, very reactive to the moment. Uh, it's very different from extroverted thinking in that sense, but it's, um, because it's not proactive, it's reactive, but extroverted sensing can very much be a place of, um, spectacle, you know, so creating an experience or receiving an experience. So someone could be a chef and if you're creating delectable experiences all the time for other people, you may also want to receive and experience high quality experiences, you know, visually sound smells, uh, movement. It's not just about sports and exercise, which most people think it is. It's really about your senses and high quality experiences. And a lot of extroverted sensors, you know, kind of look good, right? So if you're in a situation where you're needing to be, uh, yeah, maybe you're a chef or maybe you're someone that's creating extroverted sensing, high quality experiences. It's allowing yourself to go out to dinner. It's allowing yourself to go to a nice restaurant. It's allowing yourself to eat good food and have a high quality experience. And then the last one is introverted feeling, or I use the word listening for the leverage point for battery recharge and usage. And so for introverted feeling, they're utilizing their energy by listening. They're usually in flow state by listening, but there's a time when they're depleted where they need to be listened to. And I think that is, again, with an INTP, you would need to have a really, really well-charged up battery to be able to utilize 
some high quality emotional listening, which is not impossible, but it's certainly a place that um, requires a lot of energy and will deplete deplete things pretty quickly. And um, but the other side of that is if you're doing a lot of emotional listening and draining that battery and you're completely depleted all the way down to the core of your existential being, then you need a place to express that. Maybe you need to create some art. Maybe you need to, um, and, and listening may not necessarily be audibly talking. It could be reading someone's story or, um, watching a movie that is about someone talking about their existential emotional experience, but then you yourself again, needing to create something that conveys the breadth and depth of your existential emotional experience, whether talking to someone, talking to a therapist, creating art, um, or, uh, music or anything like that, uh, really needing to get out of the basement in a sense via that process. And I think when INTPs are in their deepest depression, this could be a salvaging place of accessing, um, emotional expression, artistic expression in its raw form and having someone experiencing it, uh, to, to listen to you because maybe you've done some listening to others, or maybe you have a partner who's an introverted feeler and that's utilizing a lot of that energy for you to honestly listen to their experience and take it in and um, experiencing some of the existential dilemmas that they're experiencing also. So, um, you know, to me, this expresses and explains something that there's a lot of depth here. Like I said, these first, these, these are just leverage points, right? These are not the whole thing of each cognitive function. I think, you know, introverted thinking is more than just explanations. It's problem solving, it's leverage points, it's, there's a lot to it. Uh, and each function has a lot to it. But I think if you keep these words in mind, introverted thinking is explanation, extroverted intuition is novelty, introverted sensing is evergreen, extroverted feeling is supporting, extroverted thinking is facilitating, introverted intuition is forecasting, extroverted sensing is experiencing, and then introverted feeling is listening keeping these words in mind, they can at least give you launching off points to how you can start to maybe climb out of the depression or to recharge some of your battery and give you things to try because it may be difficult to assess where your energy drain or depletion or burnout is coming from or is caused by. And you can get burnt out by being overcharged, right? You could be an introverted thinker who's taking in a lot of information, having a lot of things explained to you, but not doing the work of explaining. You may not be using your battery. You may have your battery plugged in all of the time and you're, you're depleting the lifespan of your battery in a sense. Uh, and being overheated and overcharged can make things sluggish, right? It's like plugging in your phone and your phone is super hot, even though it's a hundred percent charged, the battery will drain faster because the battery is overheated, right? So when I mentioned the analytic and holistic usage of the function, it's sort of passing between the two. It's yin and yang. It's focus and diffusion. It's, it's fission and fusion. It's uh, expansion and compression. It's moving through and expanding possibilities. It's tension and release. And if you keep these ideas in mind of kind of feeling when 
you're squeezing and using a lot of tension and using a lot of energy and doing a lot of focus and accomplishing a lot of outer world things and being more outward directed and focused or uh, trying to, you know, fight with people or change people's ideas, then maybe you need the other side as well to diffuse and relax and be more receptive and take in and enjoy. And then, you know, kind of balance back and forth and do the other side too. So I don't know. I just, I thought this was a, an interesting thing to talk about and uh, I would love to hear your thoughts. I'm going to put this into the INTP empowerment guide as well. I think it's really useful for that era area. And if there's more to say, I might put it in there as well. I would consider if you're an INTP listening to this, going to happychemicals.org. I was going to do a video and hopefully I can get on video again soon once I figure some stuff out. But, um, I'm hoping that uh, I can have some more things to share with you uh, to help out in terms of your growth as an INTP and share things that I've been figuring out and, uh, you know, help you be your best, best self. So that's all for today. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Happy Chemicals. Happychemicals.org is the website. Like, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff. And uh, I'll catch you next time on Happy Chemicals. See ya.